Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Good afternoon, Salvador, no stranger to our airways. How are you doing? All well, Lloyd, and uh, good afternoon to Maya as well. Thank you for allowing us on the show and the platform. Uh, and also, thank you for you to giving dignity and telling our people's story. Well, like I said on the video, it gave me goosebumps and uh, still still getting goosebumps. Now, sitting here, it's a piece of history as we trace the roots and we will do so in the next three hours for especially the youngsters who need to be enlightened, informed. Uh, for our older people who may now may have cherished those memories, we bring them back to life. And I think it's important. But it has been a busy few weeks for you. And today, on this significant day as well, the uh, commemoration began at the beach with a small ceremony. Maybe you can take us through this. Yeah, look, I think there were plans, um, well, three months ago and so on. And it was all spurted by MEC Ravi Pillay and the Interim Commemoration Committee together with the 1860 Heritage Centre. So everything married well and eventually led to this day. And as I said to you just now, it was an important day in commemorating a people's history, but just giving simple dignity, respect mm. for all the contributions that they've made in the South Africa that we have today and the freedoms that our children enjoy. So it was very satisfying to have gone through all the um, commemorations. There was a beautiful beach uh, ceremony where there was an intimate prayer and then the Premier, together with a whole host of other guests, were able to throw a symbolic marigold. It's a simple, simple, simple flower, a flower of the people. And that was uh, thrown into the ocean as a tribute and honour, a symbolic honour for those that walked before us. Now, Selvan, 160 years later, what really is the sentiment of South Africans of Indian origin? Look, I think a lot of people aren't aware of our history, and I think that's the problem. I think that's where they're not able to in their space because they don't know their history. And not just South African Indian history, I think South African India has, in, sorry, sorry, South African history as a whole, I think that's where the problem is. So if you don't know your history, you aren't able to claim your space and you aren't able to celebrate your heroes and heroines. So this is really where the problem is, and the more we're able to tell the story, the more we're able to get the youth involved in telling the story, the more they'll be able to embrace who they are as a South African people. Selvan, do you think enough is understood of the, the legacy of indenture and just how harsh and often inhumane these conditions were? No, I don't think a lot of people are aware of it in the common media, on the mainstream platforms and so on. You guys do a phenomenal job in being able to tell that story. The 1860 Heritage Centre is one platform. You have the UKZN archival um, um, at the Documentation Centre, and they do a fantastic job as well. You have the Vedlam Indenture Society. You have Mount Mariam uh, Temple. So, you know, these, these places of um, great reverence, these places of remembrance do a little bit of work, but it's not enough work. And I think the, the, the depth of the abuse, the depth of the struggle and the pain is not really out in mainstream public. We see it in a very romantic lens and I think that's where the problem is. We don't. We need to know and go back to these histories. It's a simple thing as reading and that's important. Go, go into you know, the 1860 Heritage page, Facebook page, the Instagram page, the um, website. Go and pull out these stories. They're not just written. They're, they're written by academics. They're written by people like Maya as well. She's contributed mm. to that. So there's a rich history in there, and we need to go in there and read and educate our children.
Sylvan, you together with um, the late Paul David, Ranjit Chunilal and Kiru Naidu have co-authored a book titled The Indian Africans, which has just been launched. Now, surely a labor of love and maybe you can tell us more about the book as well. Oh, it is truly a labor of love. It's taken us on such a journey. And we were so happy and uh, honored to be guided by Paul David, a struggle veteran and uh, recently passed on. As well, he was the last surviving member of the Consulate Six, a group of people, six people, that entered into the British Consulate and uh, they protested and highlighted uh, the struggle against apartheid internationally. So Paul David is a very special individual very witted uh, individual with a wicked humor as well. Right. Yeah, and he was able to guide us through this journey, which was more than three years. We've been writing for the uh, Tribune, uh, the Herald, and all those uh, articles were then collapsed into uh, this book. And it tells the uh, story of uh, indenture. It tells the story of indentured ancestry descendants through an African lens. Mm. So it's the first time that this sort of thing has been done. It's not new in terms of narrative, but it's essentially an identity project in terms of where we are 26 years into our democracy. So, Salman, how can people get in touch with you if they are interested in buying the book? We are going to have a grand launch and uh, ensure that uh, we have enough vetters and hot uh, tea, <laughs> tea <got> for <laughs> everybody else, vetters the stock standard. Um, Anivesh Singh will be very happy that I mentioned Vetters. He's my public. He's our publisher. Right. And Anivesh can be contacted on 083-7781-991. So please don't feel shy in contacting to get your book. It's certainly a treasure trove for your children in telling a people's story. Now, Selvan, tell us about the contribution of Indians to education and culture in particular. I think education was so important in that they saw that as a vehicle to get a better life. And when they came into the plantations, there was no education. So the first education was delivered via mission schools, and we were very lucky to have people that uh, brought with them this tradition of schooling. And in the original years, there weren't uh, children that were able to go to school simply because they needed to work in the homestead. And as the years progressed and so on, there were schools, missionary schools, that were that developed and eventually communities got together. They were able to uh, part fund uh, schools. And by 1927, you know, the, the only secondary school was opened and that was Sastry College. And as the years progressed, there was more and more secondary school. And eventually, we have a hero in, um, Mohammed, in Emal Sultan, was able to um, give off uh, funding to be able to contribute to the building of um, ML Sultan Technicon. And so that journey also started. So education still plays a huge role in being able to find a better life. And we hope more of us are able to contribute, like those that have walked before us, in ensuring that we have a better life for our children and build schools, build medical schools, be it, and uh, so that we can continue on this journey. Selvan tells me, 20 minutes exactly to go before the first ship arrives, Selvan? Yes, it's a very significant moment. I don't think many people are aware that. No, we didn't know. Yeah, they arrived uh, by that time and uh, the authorities weren't ready for them, so there weren't any sleeping facilities and so on. Hmm. And the accommodation, they needed to be quarantined. 
So, you know, it was atrocious conditions and there were people that eventually died because they were waiting for the colonial planters to, kept, to get them, to take them out to the plantation. So that's a very significant time and I'm glad you two have chosen this. Well, I tell you what, I got goosebumps again because that's a moment in history as we reflect Absolutely. in such a So more like 18 minutes now to be precise uh, when the ship, first ship did arrive. And so now we, we're literally counting the clock down and we're reflecting a moment in history because it's almost now 16 minutes away before 4 and 16 minutes before that first ship arrived. Now, Selvan, a lot of talk and questions being raised about a monument to honor the legacy of Indian indentured laborers. What can you tell us about this? Look, in any journey to get to a certain point, you're going to end up with challenges, you're going to end up with successes. It's been 10 years and clearly there's a lot more challenges in terms of the successes. But I think, you know, this was a gift from the uh, provincial government and uh, particularly the Premier's office. The then president, uh, so, sorry, the, the then premier and now the current premier, who's taken on this task to make sure that uh, this monu- monument does happen. So he's entrusted um, MEC Ravi Pele to get the interim committee going, and we also engage with the previous committee so that we hold hands and we stop bickering and we get this monument done, which would pay tribute to a people's dignity and giving respect. That should have been done a long time ago. It's water under under the bridge in terms of looking at why and wasn't it done and so on. But we've given fresh impetus. We've given new hope. We've all also engaged, and through the MEC, we were able to engage with the youth committee. And that's also very fresh to us because they are able to see things that maybe the older folk is not able to see. Because, you know, post the roads must fall uh, movement, Mm. statues themselves have actually changed 10 years on. So, you know, we've got to really put our heads together and certainly something's going to happen. There'll be probably a media uh, rollout in terms of the um, articulation or the, you know, advocacy around it. But certainly, you know, we've got uh, hope going forward that uh, this will eventually happen and I'm certain that will happen in time. An interesting one of our listeners mentioned that we're Afro-Indians because we're born on the continent of Africa, which makes us Africans automatically. We're proudly South African and we still retain and hold our rich heritage and our culture. Absolutely. In my few trips that I was fortunate to go to India, I was very, very happy when I got back to our tambo and greeted by Saubonam. <laughs> so, you know, that to me said that I'm South African, I'm not Indian. And in fact, at certain times, I just hated it out there. But, you know, that's the cultural component and that's the sort of thumbprint that we have on our heart. But, you know, in everything that we do, we're South African and we're African. And that's the legacy that we need to make sure that we get to our children and to our people. Five minutes away from the historic moment as we uh, go back in time and uh, share those memories and obviously pay homage to our ancestors. But five minutes away, Selvan, from the ship first arriving on the shores of Durban. Was it Port Natal back in the day? What was it called? Yeah, it was Port Natal. They couldn't come out into the harbour. They had to be transported because of the sandbank. So they were brought down in smaller boats and uh, hurdled and sort of um, you know, all uh, together with very little possessions, you know, you see the pictures, you got the mm. bundles and so on. They were carrying seeds, Pudlumkav and Dikkai and so on. <laughs> and you know, they eventually planted those things yes. and yeah, we ended up uh, feeding the whole of Durban, eh? We still do! Yeah. <laughs> right now, for all our listeners tuning in, now lots of our people will be making their way down, following the COVID precaution as well, and making their way down this December as well to Durban for, with family and friends. Um, 
for those of those for those of our people who want to visit the 1860 Heritage Centre, what can one expect? Because it's just not about what we've been speaking. There's a whole lot going on here. This is a living monument, and is, while it's important to have the commemorative monument, this is the living monument. This is the place that provide di- provides dialogue. So we encourage you to come out to the centre. There's going to be weekends where it's open. So please, please do visit. It. In terms of the exhibitions, when you enter into the um, 1868 Heritage Centre, we have a foregrounding from um, indenture all the way through to democracy. And you walk through the passages, passages, you see many exhibitions and so on. We then have a room exclusively dedicated to indenture that speaks to the story of indenture from 1860 to 1911. 1911 was when indenture was finally stopped. Next door to that, we have a room dedicated to the three Peace Prize laureates in Tata Madiba, uh, Gandhiji, and uh, Chief Albert Lutuli. And it's a beautiful room. The Mandela room, we've simulated the uh, prison cell. Mm. You know, Cape Town's so expensive. I'm, I'm shuddering to think how much it's going to cost <laughs> it me is to take, crazy these days. take my children out there. And, uh, you know, you get a sense of what the prison cell was like. It's an actual simulation of the uh, dimensions of the prison cell. And then as you go upstairs, you see street names and the changes and why we need to pay homage to those heroes and heroines. You go into the only exhibition in the country, oh, sorry, in KZN, that speaks to the role of women in the freedom struggle, mm-hmm. titled Watinta Bafazi, Watinta Mbukodo. Right. You've got the Curry's Fountain exhibition that speaks to supports identity and politics. We then have the Natal Indian Congress uh, exhibition, a 125-year vanguard movement that contributed to the freedoms that our children enjoy today. We then have a beautiful exhibition by Riasan Naidu, the former Iziko uh, director of South African museums, and his exhibition is titled Indian in Drum in the 1950s, a beautiful photographic exhibition which really encourage people to come and see that. And then we have the Artifacts Room, where I encourage my wife to come as often as she possibly can so that she can go and go down to the Amical and make sure that we have the best tasting curries. <laughs> so, you know, I, I try and encourage her to come as often as she can so she can see some of those artifacts and make sure that, you know, we have good food at home, eh? Well, there you go. Uh, lots of different angles uh, the guys can take to bring families this December as well. And uh, what would your final words be to all our people listening across the country and ourselves? And I know you have various programs going on throughout the year as well. And we're engaging. I think what you mentioned now, it's up to the parents to bring in the children. You can't say we want the youth here. I think it, it lies, responsibility lies with the parents to bring the kids in here, educators as well. Uh, we've got about 60 seconds. What would your final words be to all our people listening in right now across the country? To claim your space as South Africans, you need to know your history, you need to know your legacy, you need to know your culture. Embrace that by bringing them place to places like the 1860 Heritage Centre, the Apartheid Museum, the Constitutional Court, District 6 Museum, because these are truly great places of South African history and heritage so that we can all walk on this journey together as proud South Africans so that we take our country forward. And it's in our hands. It's in no one else's hand. We don't need to rely too much on government. We need to look at our ancestors and what they've just done with education, being able to put a little money towards the benefit of and the betterment of our children and our future. Selvin Naidu, curator of the 1860 Heritage Centre, thank you very much for chatting to us for the last hour. I've learned a lot as well. It's exactly 4pm, a moment in history, a moment in time when the first ship arrived. Here we go. 
Absolutely. You know, it's a goosebump moment and uh, an important moment for silent prayer in acknowledging all that have, all those people that have walked before us. So take this, uh, don't take it lightly, and make sure that you have that silent pray, prayer in honoring all those who walked before us. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.